Imagine you're sitting at work watching the computer screens and then suddenly a new asteroid or space object appears on the screen. You track its origin and it appears to have originated from a different solar system. This means that it is the first interstellar space object recorded. This actually happened on October 19, 2017 and was observed by the University of Hawaii's Pan-STARRS-1 telescope. Scientists quickly named space object Amuamua, meaning messenger from afar arriving first in Hawaiian. Some researchers speculated this was an asteroid or comet, while others believe it could be a part of a space vehicle. There are 100 billion galaxies and 700 quintillion planets in the universe. You must ask yourself, is there another planet like Earth somewhere out there? If the answer to that is yes, are they more advanced than we are? Think of how hard we research to find life away from planet Earth. If there are other planets with life in the universe, you have to agree that they are trying to do the same exact thing that we are. That's why the theory that this actually could be an object purposed for use by another planetary civilization for interstellar travel makes some sense. Now, could alien life already be here though? What if alien microbes traveled on space rocks, like asteroids, that have crashed into Earth? It could be a likely possibility. Let's explore. Can science and technology prove that there is life after death? What about answering the question, are UFOs real? Is there a life away from planet Earth? Join us as we try to solve two of the biggest mysteries that have remained unsolved for nearly 200,000 years. Welcome to the Afterlife Podcast, and here is your host, Mark DeLuca. visitor to our solar system may have been a probe sent by an advanced alien civilization. It's an alien spacecraft. Some sort of alien technology, perhaps exploring the cosmos. Now you can't tell me that is not cool. In early 2021, I led research and development for a project named Phoenix. Our mission was planetary defense through asteroid deflection and deep space exploration. Phoenix fell on the heels of a failed asteroid deflection exercise at the International Academy of Aeronautics Planetary Defense Conference. Leading world scientists were given a scenario to stop an asteroid from impacting Earth within a short time window and using our current technologies. Failure was due primarily for two reasons. The first is detection. Our systems are advanced However, we simply cannot detect all asteroids and space objects. As a matter of fact, right now there is a risk that an asteroid could impact Earth and cause a mass catastrophe. Now, the risk factor of that happening is low, but still there. The second reason is time. To stop an asteroid, we need time. Using advanced techno technology and artificial intelligence, we stopped the asteroid from impacting Earth through deflection using a connected kinetic impact device. If you're interested, you can read more by clicking the link in today's show notes. 
The reason I tell you this is because as part of Phoenix, we used augmented reality to map both our current and unknown universe. We traveled to the edge of our galaxy and could visually see other galaxies. I learned one very important lesson through all of this. We are very small in this world. One day, there is a good chance that we could be visited by life from another planet. There are leading researchers and scientists in their respective fields that believe this is more than just an asteroid or comet. An asteroid has a common orbit ellipse or circles around the sun. This was not the case with this space object. It was identified that this object had a hyperbolic orbit. That means it was moving at speeds too quickly to be bound to the sun. Its speed was an impressive 196,000 miles per hour. So what are the greatest possibilities of what this object could be? After doing some research and completing some of our own calculations, I believe in three possible explanations for what this space object could be. The first two explanations are relatively equal, with the first maybe having a slight upper hand. Just to recap, we have already been able to dismiss that this is likely not an asteroid. The space object had some type of force acting upon it, causing it to accelerate very slightly. In theory, we could say that it was a comet and that the melting ice was turning into gas, which was acting as a propulsion system. This we can dismiss, however, because we would see a common venting when looking at the comet. Recent research has highlighted that the space object likely has a very low density. An example of this that we can relate to is with styrofoam or boat foam. This type of foam has a hard surface, yet the inside has a hollow uh, characteristics. It just so happens that this type of material can actually be produced in space. When stars are very young, they have a, a considerable amount of material around them. This type of material is what actually forms planets. Far away from the center, we know that the temperature is extremely cold. In this region, tiny grains of material, which can very easily be identified as dust and ice, stick together. It is very possible that this is exactly what this space object is. Now, an equal explanation is that this space object is actually part of a space vehicle from another world. Now, I want you to hang on because this is where things get really fascinating. There are some leading scientists that believe the space object could be a, a form of a light sail. A light sail uses sideways forces that keep it aligned with a laser beam or allow it to be steered toward a intended target. If this is true, it's likely flying uncontrolled through space. At the very least, semi-controlled. We can dismiss the idea that this is an occupied spacecraft from another world because of its flight path. 
if an advanced spacecraft was to travel all the way to planet Earth from some other galaxy or world, you can bet that it would not have simply flown by. Both the USA and Japan are already using this type of technology. A major concern is that if the sail falls out of alignment with the laser beam or light source, the craft essentially becomes useless. This, in theory, would align with what some of the researchers and scientists are speculating regarding that this could actually be a probe. Now, the last possibility is that this space object is, in fact, actually an asteroid, and it was just miscalculated. There certainly is a possibility that this could be the case. After all, what we are analyzing is just a very small dot on a screen. If this is, in fact, an asteroid from a different solar system, the importance of studying the materials and the asteroid itself is incredibly important. This alone could point us in the direction of identifying the early origins of how our galaxy and solar system came to be. There is also a possibility that the asteroid could contain foreign elements that have extraordinary capabilities. This is what we are going to talk about next. That is the sound of an asteroid or meteorite gearing toward Earth. How cool is that? You can't tell me that doesn't get you pumped up. You know, I just recently purchased my very own meteorite or space rock. The reason that I did this is because of the research potential that it will offer. I should also probably mention just how cool it is to own your very own space rock. The market for space rocks is large and very lucrative. There is even a secretive black market that is specifically geared around the trading of space rocks such as asteroids or meteorites. Now, from a scientific perspective, analyzing these asteroids and meteorites is so important because it allows us to identify and locate precious metals and molecules. Could it be possible that very small alien life is actually already here on planet Earth and was transported on an asteroid or meteorite. That's exactly what the Panspermia theory describes. Many space rocks have formed from other planets that we believe are inhabitable. If we're wrong, biological matter could remain on the rock as it plummets into our planet. This would indicate that microbes have moved from one planet to the other. Could this have played a part in developing our own life? Could these microbes start very small and evolve into something much bigger? Although this idea is plausible, it's much more likely that new mineral elements will be discovered first. These elements can indicate how life was formed here on planet Earth. It also helps us better understand what else is out there to include planets that may just in fact contain life outside of our very own solar system or galaxy. It's also a real possibility that we could find an unidentified element that does possess some type of spectacular capability that we have never seen before. 
just imagine how much of a game-changing event that would actually be if we could find some type of element, for example, that has a characteristic of being able to bend space-time as we know it today. This would change transportation, travel, and time. There's also a possibility that we could mine these asteroids or meteorites for the required minerals that could be used here on planet Earth and actually could be used uh, in space as part of space missions and deep space exploration. Just imagine if we didn't have to transport any materials into space that we have to today. If we simply could travel into space and then mine for additional requirements in space, that would allow us to continue our deep space exploration. And the cost factor alone would be significantly reduced. Defining exactly what this space object is remains a mystery. Using today's science and technology, we can successfully identify what the top possibilities are. If the space object is our first interstellar traveler, we can only assume that there will be more in the future. And considering that, there is a possibility that alien elements and microbes could be present on these space objects or space rocks. Does that mean that an impact with Earth will also bring these new visitors. We have opened many new research areas to investigate as we move forward, starting with the researching of our very own space rocks. That's something that we are certainly going to share in the very near future. We're gonna take all of this research into our laboratory and have some fun with it. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. We have some really, really exciting um, content that will be available within our next episodes where we start to really take a deep dive into reviewing the afterlife and some very significant events that we are going to actually open up as part of some live uh, field case studies. Thank you, everybody. Take care.